podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Six FPL options, but are they overlooked or overrated? Let's have a look at some very interesting FPL options. So we're going to start with a player that's been in loads of teams I've seen, probably the vast majority of teams I've seen, and that is Embremo of Brentford. Now, I completely get the appeal. Uh, without Tony in the team, he becomes the talisman. He still plays wide, but he he's often the focal point of many an attack, despite Visser being the nine. He's on penalties, he's secure for minutes when he's fit, and the fixtures are there. They're all the good things. But is he overlooked or overrated? I'm going to tell you guys, he's overrated, and he's not been in my draft for a very long time. I think he's overrated because I think Brentford might struggle early on in the season. And when I look at Brentford's pre-season form, five fixtures, they haven't won a game. They haven't won a game. This team's getting used to drawing and used to losing. And I do I do wonder, and look, you shouldn't read too much into pre-season results. Form's important, but they've not been playing well either. That's the concern. Without Tony in this team... Brentford lacks so, so much. It's not like they've gone and replaced him. Like They're bringing in Visser to play in his role, who's just been a bench option in years gone by. So Brian and Bomber at 6.5 million, there are so many better 6.5 million assets. We're about to speak about some in a minute. Um, so look, he went off after half an hour uh, in the preseason friendly over the weekend. He should be fine for game week one. So that shouldn't worry you too much. Like He might be flagged. Uh, I think the quote off the back of the, the game... Uh, against uh was it against Lille uh on Saturday was of course we need to assess them over him over the next few days it was a dead leg for Brian uh so that's why we subbed him off early he went off after half an hour we're not taking any risks but that was the same um uh they should he should be fine so probably fine for game week one but still a swerve for me let's go now and speak about a Chelsea asset a midfielder who's the same price as Mbomo uh, and this is someone that, unlike Mbomo, who's 20% owned, this guy's only 3% owned, and that is Mudrick. Um, is Mudrick overrated or overlooked? Now, many of you will say overrated because of the price tag and blah, 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 blah. But as an FPL asset at 6.5 million, Mudrick's being overlooked. He's had a brilliant preseason, one of Chelsea's standout players, like brilliant preseason. He's looking confident, he's looking like. The, the top tier player that we thought we had signed, the elite player we thought we'd signed. Certainly Chelsea pr- paid that sort of money uh, for a top tier elite player. So will we start to see the real Mudrick this season? I think we will. And I think come game week three, when those fixtures turn, we might be looking at accommodating someone like a Mudrick. Do I think starting with him game week one is risky? Yeah, I'm not suggesting you will go and do it. Maybe some of you with risk appetite will go from game week one. He should be fairly safe for minutes. We should see Sterling one side, Mudrick the other. Mudrick's been playing left and right in pre-season, by the way. And just definitely one to consider. 3% owned, a proper differential. And look, the Chelsea team, when we look at their form pre-season, they've been scoring goals. Mudrick, of which has been involved fairly heavily. Um, And they've got a little bit of swagger about them under Poch. And I think this Chelsea team is worth investing in. Is it and Kunku, is it Jackson, is it Mudrick, is it Sterling, if you're looking at attacking player, that's the thing we don't know the answer to yet, and we don't know what the spread of points could be, it could be quite a large spread of points for the attacking players, you know, Chilwell and Reese James, you know what you get in, which is why Chelsea defence is easier to, to invest in, but I do think Mudrick is being a tad overlooked, and certainly should be discussed a little bit more, so let us know if anyone's got him in, in their team, I was looking in the um, scout members area, uh, last season and and Mudrick's numbers um, 
were poor last season, but they're going to get better. And by the way, if you want to sign up to Scout, 30% off, link in description. But um, yeah, like Mudrick's one to monitor for sure. Another one from last season, if we're talking data and stats that had really good data is Solly March, right? Do you remember last year, we all had the debate of March or Matoma and it was pretty even, pretty even. Well, this preseason, Matoma's on like 35% ownership and March is on like 3% ownership. Again, both 6.5 million midfielders. I promise you this show isn't just about 6.5 million mids. But Solly March, what do you reckon, guys? Overlooked or overrated? There's an argument says either, but for me, massively, massively overlooked. So again, another one overlooked like Mudrick because 6.5 million for someone with the first three fixtures that Solly March has got. The reason we're picking Matoma is we saw good things last season. We like the manager and the team and we like the fixtures. Solly March is exactly the same. We saw good things last year. We like the fixtures. We like the manager and the team. Why is Solly March only 3% owned? Like, um, I'm surprised by that. I am going Matoma because I think he edges it. But there's an argument to say you could go both. Because when we look at those Brighton attacking positions, Deservey plays a 4-2-3-1. There are four spots in that attacking lineup. Matoma and March feel the most nailed from all those four spots. The flanks, right? It's 9 and 10. We've got no idea who's going to play in the 9 and 10. No idea. There are so many players in CISO, Lalana, um, Jao Pedro, Welbeck, Ferguson. I'll be forgetting a few as well. Right and left, it's pretty set. Who's first choice? Now, we could see a new signing come in. Kudos has been uh, heavily linked from Ajax. Now, he is a number 10 or a right hand or a number nine. So again, he could influence March's minutes moving forward, but certainly not for the first few game weeks. March, for me, is being overlooked. And Brighton, there is an argument to say, is a team we could triple up with on game week one. Now, we've all got a stupid animatoma. What about that third asset? Maybe it's Solly. We're going to stick in midfield, but we're going to go away from 6.5 to 7.5. And that is James Madison, ladies and gents. Overlooked or overrated? 12% ownership. He's been looked at by a fair few. Massively for me overrated though. Massively overrated for me because we don't know what we're going to get with this player in this new team. We know he has got absolute FPL pedigree and he could make a mockery of his price at 7.5 in a team that's, that, that's really good because he's been in a Leicester team struggling for some time and still been a good FPL asset. In a team scoring goals with Harry Kane, if he stays, again, we should see more from Madison. But what have we seen so far pre-season? Very little from James Madison. What did we see at the end of last season with Leicester? Poor Really poor. Quite surprising, actually, because many thought if Leicester stay up, it'll be James Madison. It'll be iconic. He'll be the guy. Um, no, he, he let them down. He, he, a lot of Leicester players let the club down at the end of last season. And James Madison, I think, was one of them. I went to a fair few games in the running. It's my local team. And I was thinking, I actually thought Leicester had a chance of staying up with sort of five, six game weeks to go. Madison was really disappointed and uh, disappointing. And I think he's been out of form for some time. I actually think he has been. So I'm surprised many are willing to back him knowing he's um, an unknown entity in this team at the moment. I do think Postacoglu's team is going to do good things in attack. And I do think Spurs attack, Richarlison if Kane goes, Son, Madison, all could become really popular assets at some point. But not game week one, it's too risky, I think. 
it's too risky to go somewhere like James Madison. So I actually think he's being overrated. And I'm surprised so many FPL managers are willing to spend one of their precious 7.5 because that mid price midfield bracket between 7.5 and 8.5 there's so many good options I'm very surprised many would go say f- say Madison over someone like a Foden or uh, a Martinelli or whoever um, so for me James Madison is overrated Man City goalkeeper why do we do it why do we do it why do we take the bit league's best team and buy their goalkeeper like sure invest in Man City defense like invest in that back line invest in the midfield and obviously you've got Haaland Edison's not the one. When we buy goalkeepers, we look for three things mainly. We look for clean sheets, potential. Okay, Edison scores better than anyone there, pretty much. Fair. But we also look for saves. He's like literally scores worse than everyone for saves. And then we look for bonus. Literally worse than everyone for bonus points. Not bonus point system because he does well in a lot of the metrics. But bonus points when you just got three per match. Uh, and a three or two and a one, Edison ain't getting them because you're competing with your teammates and his teammates go and score braces and hat-tricks and do really well. So Edison doesn't get bonus, he doesn't get saves. So his ceiling is pretty much, it feels like most weeks his ceiling is six points. There are 4.5 million keepers out there that will smash Edison this year. Save the million or save 0.5 and buy an Anana or... Uh, Martinez or whoever at 5.0. Edison is an easy swerve and I'm surprised he is still one of the league's most popular FPL choices this season. Guys, it's my biggest tip. Don't spend and buy premium goalkeepers. Um, Certainly not 5.5 goalkeepers. I am currently on Anana, uh, but he will get good bonus points. He'll get loads of saves because United do concede shots and he'll still keep a ton of clean sheets. Is this next one overlooked, overrated? Let us know. It's Musa Diaby, Aston Villa's new signing. 6% owned. He's getting a little bit of love. Has he been overlooked or is he being overrated? He's being overlooked, isn't he? I think so. Because look, we're all right to look in the direction of Ollie Watkins with the Jesus injury. But Watkins is like 20% owned and Diaby's like 6% owned. Now, Diaby's going to be playing just off Watkins. Uh, time's fairly central. And he's 6.5 million. He's a lot cheaper. So he's worth our consideration. I'm not saying go Diaby instead of Watkins. I'm saying just at least consider it. See how it works for your team. Um, and his inclusion is something I am considering. Aston Villa are great. They've done well pre-season. They're scoring goals pre-season. They're creating chances pre-season. Under Emery, we know they're a little bit counter-attacking and that can play into Diaby's hands. Diaby is someone like Watkins that thrives on the counter. And Newcastle on the opening day will be a counter-attacking game for them away from home. And I think Villa will score score a goal, at least in that game. And I think if they score, you expect Diaby and or Watkins to be heavily involved. Look, Diaby comes with massive pedigree. And actually, we can look at some of his numbers uh, from last season. Now, I know this is the Bundesliga, but I compared his numbers with someone who was at a similar price point to him last season, and that is Martinelli. Now, Martinelli was one of the game's best players last year wasn't he? Like I'd say he was top three or four best players in the game last year for value, Martinelli. Look at these numbers. They're so similar. Like his expected uh, uh, output is so, so similar to Martinelli's and his actual output is so, so high. 
If he was in FPL last year, his FPL points would have been very similar to Martelli. You're looking at someone with a 200-point potential season, and he's a 6.5 million midfielder. Now, yes, he's in a in a difficult league. Can we expect the same? Maybe not quite so high. But last year, he was in a worse team, right? I think Villa are going to do good things this year. So definitely worth monitoring. Um, so an interesting comparison. I know it's not absolutely like for like. We're talking about two players from different leagues. But if Diaby settles well, he'll be on all our radars. And don't forget, Aston Villa landed a player here that's one of European... Like When you, when you, when you look at the, the best wide forwards in Europe, I would say for his age, Diaby definitely ranks in the top five or six. Like this is, a, this is a guy who a lot of big clubs were looking at. Villa have done very well here. So actually, he's been arguably underpriced by FPL, but we'll see. We'll see. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And let me know in the comments if you've got any other players you think are being overlooked or massively overrated. Guys, thank you so much for liking and subscribing. This week coming up, we are going to have my full game week preview and we're going to have my full team selection that will be pretty much a locked team as well. Two videos you cannot miss this week. So stay tuned on the January Podcast Network.